Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswentz.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Unreal Sunday edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxie, and today I'm joined by the one who I won't let get away. It's Arch Stanton. Arch, did you ever have one that got away? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. That's, uh, well, we, this is uh, from an offline chat uh, that, that we were having here uh, between Arch and myself. I'm never going to let you get away. I can't, I can't let that happen. And listen, you've been, my, uh, you've been my rock on these Sunday mornings uh, throughout this entire NFL season, whether or not we've been, uh, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to Vinny's children who are uh, dealing with sickness this morning or, uh, you know, an F1 race that happens middle of the night and makes it impossible for me to find a guest for the show. Oh, right, right, right. Well, the, racing's over, so they have no more excuses. They have run out of excuses. Exactly, exactly. Arch, you can uh, put your feet up and take a month off. So, hooray for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, last Sunday, uh, that money line in the Vikings game sure felt like the one that got away from me. Boy, I was about uh, I was about 10 minutes into a 15-minute rendition of the horror when I saw the score alert on my phone. And in that moment, I found myself in the purgatory that is Vikings fandom. Uh, well, yes. an- another week, another opportunity to pee down our legs. Am I right? <laughs> that's right that's, exactly exactly well and at least that, that should be like uh you know the raiders have played like a champion today or whatever it is like or yes, notre yes. dame and, and yes just win just wins the raiders notre dame's play like a champion that would that should be on the outside of the minnesota vikings <laughs> right another another day another week another opportunity to pee down our legs well yes Arch, now that we're past the uh, thanksgiving holiday i'd like to first wish you a happy blades miss uh the sax kitten and i we've decided that this year we're watching all of the blade films and other related media over the holiday season uh, but it made me think and want to ask you, mm. uh, are there any movies that you associated with this time of year, this weather, etc., that aren't necessarily uh, Hallmark classics, if you will? Like, for instance, I always think of Fargo, too. It's not, it's not a Christmas movie. However, it reminds me right. of shitty snowy weather in Minneapolis and stuff. So it, uh, it's, it kind of reminds me of that. Do you, have any, do you have any movies around this time of year that you just feel like you have to put on, you know, Blue Velvet, something like that? Oh, yeah. Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon. Which is, oh, okay. Which is a Christmas. Basically, everything Shane Black has ever written. Basically, it occurs around Christmas. Okay. Know. It all falls inside of the pantheon that is Christmas. Right. Iron Man 3, Lethal Weapon, um, Long Kiss Goodnight. I think they're all set around Christmas. Okay, well, you, you've given you've you've added a lot to my list here of stuff of stuff uh, to uh, to partake in uh, for the holidays. Do you, do you watch like movies for the holidays or things like that? Is it is, do you are there any holiday movies that you actually like? I know that that's it's a genre that's kind of like uh, full of a lot of milieu. Yeah, I and there's some I like. Uh, you know, um, I like some of the classics. I do like unapologetically. I do like It's a Wonderful Life. I think it's actually a very well made movie. Um, yep. 
it's, it, I think people get kind of hung up on the 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 overly happy ending and not realize how dark that movie is. Yeah, throughout almost the entire runtime. This is a guy whose hopes and dreams are being crushed and and grinded to nothing on a daily basis. Yes, and it's 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 a it's a nice holiday message, right, Arch? Yeah, trading spaces or play, uh, trading places. That's a holiday yeah. movie. That's a classic. Uh, that one is. I think Jingle All the I think Jingle All the Way is very funny. Oh yes, that and, and actually Jingle All the Way. That's Schwarzenegger, right? That one, I believe. Yes. Uh, that was Sinbad. Yes, it's Sinbad. Does anybody remember Sinbad anymore? I know, right? Yeah. Where what happened to Sinbad? No, but he. Uh, but that uh, uh, that movie also filmed in Minneapolis, much like some Fargo. That was uh, that that one, I believe, uh, was also filmed filmed in Minneapolis. I uh, can remember as a child uh, there being the uh, thought or idea that Arnold Schwarzenegger is in the state. And it being a big deal uh, around around the holidays. I know that there's a parade. I think that's they filmed that actually at the Holidazzle Parade, I believe, in Minneapolis. Pretty hip deal. All right. Uh, any any other movies you got for the holidays you want to recommend to the folks, Arch? Oh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I think we uh, I think we hit the classics. I mean, well, we hit Silent the classics. De- you can skip Silent Night, Deadly Night One, and just go to Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, which is kind of just a recap of the first one. Got it. I was going to say, there's also, what is it, Violent Night that came out last year? Did you see that one? Yeah, that was fine. I didn't, I didn't love it, but I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's all right. Is it, is it, it, I actually have not seen it, but that's on our list, uh, Sax Kid and myself, yeah, to catch it. this year. Oh, yeah, that one. Well, exactly. I couldn't pirate it last year, so this year I can finally, uh, you know, get if it. If you get really it, want it. a weird, a weird Christmas movie, um, it's like from 80 or 81. It's called Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil. And it is weird. Um, okay you're not gonna find a high quality copy i don't think like the okay. last one i saw looked like pretty bad but it was watchable um it's like 480 yeah, yeah. it might not even be that uh it's about this weird dude who's like obsessed with santa claus and uh, like he's like he's watching children with binoculars like, <laughs> just spying on children you know to see oh if they're God. naughty or nice God, and then sounds... eventually eventually goes on a murderous rampage okay Christmas yeah that Eve. felt that felt that felt like that was in the uh, that felt like that was in the cards for a guy like that, right? <laughs> yeah, strange little movie. I I think it's watchable, but you know you gotta you gotta be into a very low budget movie from 1980. You know these are these are things that I do like. You know, obviously, also we watch a lot of the uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000s around this time of year. For some reason, this oh, feels like yeah. the time of year that uh, MST3K really just kind of hits that spot. You can just put it on well, in the background, just let them play over and over go. and over. You know, let's all have a Patrick Swayze Christmas. Let's all have a Patrick Swayze Christmas. Heck yeah. Well, y'all know every Sunday I check in with the Backdoor Boys about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they like, uh, and what they're looking to do the next week, what they like today. So, Arch, I wanted to take a look at the NFL playoff picture here. Ba-boom. Mm. Get up visually for us so we can kind of take a look here uh, at it. And, uh, you know, we bitched and moaned about the expansion in MLB playoff and the structure. The NFL, uh, though not this year, has continued to add more games and uh, to the season and teams to the playoffs. Uh, first off, do you think that the NFL playoffs have uh, kind of watered down a bit over the years and are allowing some true crap into uh, I- into the, the postseason? Or do you think that it's kind of where it's going to be at? Do you think that we're stuck with it? You know, it, we'll get good years, we'll get bad years. Yeah, I think that's it. We'll get good years. We'll get bad years. This probably is a bad year. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a down year. Or maybe it's just a really good defensive year. Okay. Defenses well, are looking a lot better this season than they have in the last few. Do we think that there's maybe uh, been a change in officiating and in a way that they're calling games and stuff like that that is allowing defenses to just play a little bit more, to be to be a little bit more of what they are? And and it's, and it's uh, finally, for once, it's not the offense that is getting, uh, from a year-to-year basis, a little bump, a little bump. 
maybe. But if you sit down and try and understand NFL officiating, that is a one-way ticket to a padded room where you end up like writing stuff on the walls and, and <laughs> muttering is, to yourself. <laughs> that is that is absolutely true, Arch. Uh, I guess we don't want to go down that route, and we certainly don't want the NFL to approve the uh, the ability to challenge uh, the uh, officiating. Right? We, we, we don't. Yeah. We don't I, I know. I know that Belichick had that has always said, "I want to be able to like challenge anything." Like, I, I want to be able to challenge it. Like, there was a guy who was on the sidelines who like was not using smelling salts. <laughs> You know, right, and like, there was like, there, there was that brief period, right, where you could challenge uh, pass interference, and they let that just they let that die and pretend like it was like you know, oh, that never happened. Like, oh yeah, we never did, did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, me, yeah, no, no, I didn't bang that fat girl. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that didn't happen. It's a moped right there, Arch. Uh, okay, what about reseeding <laughs> in the playoffs? Uh, the cal- like for instance, right now looking at this uh, in the NFC, uh, you have the Saints who are making it in as a divisional team, but are kind of. Uh, middle of the road at five and five here. Zero point zero New Orleans Saints. Remember, there they are. They are. They are. They literally are the prime meridian of the NFL in every in, <laughs> in, in every way statistically, according to you, Art. So, uh, but looking yes. at that, I mean, the Cowboys are one of those teams that has continued to, to all, be in the top ten over and over and over and over and over. And right now, they would not get a home playoff game. They wouldn't get nothing for uh, being as dominant as they are and being second in the NFC East. Uh, whereas the Saints in the NFC South are playing in a division where, in all reality, there is a world where the Atlanta Falcons and the Buccaneers pass them and get into the playoffs. They're, they're, yes. like, there is a world where the Saints straight miss the playoffs and uh, two other teams from the, divisions, uh, from the division makes it in right now because the, yep. the competition is at a lower or higher level. I don't know, but uh, all the teams are at a lower level of wins, and so uh, it, it puts them all a little more together. Do you feel like, you know, I guess given that, uh, maybe the Saints don't deserve to have that home playoff game and a team like the Cowboys should uh, ideally, you know, kind of fall into that spot? Um, to quote Clint Eastwood, deserves got nothing to do with it. Deserves got nothing to do with it. Right. This is the rules. I have no problem with this. Yeah. I know people bitch and moan that some, you know, some less than stellar team is going to make the playoffs. Don't care. I can't muster the the passion to care about that. There's a simple there's a simple formula to get in the playoffs. Win your games. Yes. Have 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 the highest number of wins. Yes. I'm sorry that Dallas is not going to be the number one seed because the, you know uh, the Eagles are nine and one. I'm sorry, it's just you know it's just it is will be not maybe nine and two come tomorrow, but right. you know, that's neither here nor there. Well, you know we do have a bit of season left. Do you think there's any chance for some uh, some movement in that division at all? I know that uh, preseason we were quite hot on the Cowboys, but you know it looks like I think right now at least with the two game. Uh, lead the Eagles yeah. probably are uh, are going to take it. That being said, I, they still got one more match with the Cowboys, so we'll get to see. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, maybe may, maybe a little trade back and forth, a game uh, go back and forth between those two teams. That that could potentially uh, help a little bit. But uh, are, do do we think that there's anything else uh, that that may change here other than the Saints, or do we think that we're kind of locked in with Eagles, 49ers, and Lions as our uh, division winners here? Uh, in I think, the I think the Lions are probably the shakiest of the big names, right? Yes, I mean, I don't know if Green Bay can catch them. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, okay. Wow. Shots fired, Arch. On a Sunday morning. I'm like just this. messing. I'm just messing with I, your boys. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I think the Vikings are a real threat to overtake them. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not, but. No. I, well, and I, again, I was I was saying last week I'm waiting for the rug to get pulled, waiting for the rug to get pulled, and the Broncos they they coming coming in real hot, pulling that rug out real fast. That was a uh, that was. 
I mean, again, like I said, I was in the middle of playing the horror when that all happened, and I was kind of just yeah. watching these scoring alerts happen uh, via my phone. That was that was you know exactly pretty much full on NFL purgatory right there. Gotta love that. Uh, looking over at the AFC, though, I mean, uh, you know, I think Dolphins division winner right there. The uh, yeah. the AFC North is the most interesting division with Ravens uh, right now showing up as a winner. But uh, the Browns and the Steelers are certainly no slouches and are sticking around. And parity no. uh, parity is going to you know play through. I, I I'm just like perplexed by these Steelers and the way that what, how they're still how they have. Uh, continued to kind of find a, a way to win. It's, it's just it's ridiculous, Arch. How, yeah. how I mean, do we this week? Spinning forward, looking at this week, uh, the Steelers—they're in another divisional matchup at the Bengals. They're catching the Bengals at the right time uh, with the backup quarterback in. I didn't think the backup quarterback looked all that bad last week uh, coming into uh, support Joe Burrow. Maybe with a full week, maybe it'll help. Maybe he'll look a little bit better. But uh, Steelers, you know, uh, two and a half point favorites on the road here. That seems like that's that's just wrong, ain't it? It does feel wrong, actually, but I'm still going to lean towards them in this game. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, new offensive coordinator bump. It's got the new car smell. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Did, wait, did they, they, they finally fired Canada? That's right, they did. They did fire Canada, yeah. They, they, they blamed Canada. Yeah, right. And, you know, to watch the Steelers this year, this is how I felt watching the Minnesota Vikings last year. Maybe the Giants, yeah, I think the Giants maybe even a little bit more. When okay. I just kept saying last season, they can't keep getting away with it. They can't yeah. keep getting away with it, but they just keep getting away with it. And and Pittsburgh is a prime example. They're not quite dominating like Minnesota did last year, but I don't believe in teams who can't, who are consistently being outscored. Got it. Yeah, that's that's true. And well, it does feel like honestly the Steelers, the way that they stay in these games is by defense, by getting uh you know, by by yeah. base, by by having uh someone with the last name Watt basically find themselves in the backfield and blow up a play and make some kind of absolute game-changing play uh you know, on a, on a, a once a game basis right. for the defense. It feels like that's the, the teeter upon which this uh, or the 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 edge of the knife upon which this team lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe they, I mean, maybe they just keep doing it. Maybe they do have a winning record. Maybe they uh, you know, make the playoffs. But uh, I don't, I don't anticipate them making a lot of noise. I just, you got to score some points. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is the NFL season where it's all defense, where you can just ride a defense to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Well, looking at those who are making it in the playoffs, are there a handful of teams that you think have the chance? Or do you think that there's pretty much like just a couple of teams that are really, you know, uh, uh, vying for the Super Bowl, uh, given kind of how the season has gone, lo- lo- looking at the uh, at the playoff picture, you know? Feels like an NFC Super Bowl year, doesn't it? Like the Eagles look, you know, good enough to win. The 49ers, I think the, it's time for the 49ers. It's time to be terrified of the 49ers again. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Cowboys, too. I'm not going to just bury the Cowboys either. I like them an awful lot. I think they do present a lot of problems for teams. And if they decide they want to play, the coach decides not to bottleneck them too much, whew, they can make a lot of noise. They sure can. They sure can. Yeah. It, 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 does, it does feel like there's uh, like the NFC is probably has a little bit more uh, consistency at the top, if you will. You right. know? I it mean, feels- it, looking at your side in the AFC, is anybody really scared of playing the Dolphins? right now i don't think so yeah i don't know and, and you know I mean, uh yeah and then they those three losses that's what stands out right it's the three it's it's who they lost to that's mm-hmm. that's what stands out about the, the the dolphins as a team you know 
uh, you can kind of talk yourself into understanding how the 49ers found ways to lose those three games. The Ravens lose also head scratching as to their three losses too. It feels like feels like they're a team that should have won and covered all three of those games that they lost. So right. I it feels. Uh, you know, like those at least two teams. I mean, I I guess there's always the danger of Mahomes with the Chiefs. There there is truly always the danger of the Chiefs being the Chiefs being a team that's been consistently so great year after year after year. Maybe if those receivers can just uh use a little more stick them or figure it out, you know, yeah. they they can they can exchange their frying pans for hands for actual hands. You know, if they could just make that happen. It's, I, I, it is it is insane to me that uh, Patrick Mahomes only has stone-handed receivers this year. For uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, and Kelsey doesn't quite look like Kelsey. Whether he's being negated by the defense, whether he's getting old, or if he's still got that nagging injury, I don't know. But Kelsey doesn't quite look like Kelsey. It seems like defenses, if we assume that it is defenses, it looks like defenses are taking him away and saying, let's see, let's see what these other guys can do. Right, and that's uh, that's that seems to be a pretty good method of work here because yeah. those other guys are named Kadarius Tony. That's problematic. <laughs> you know, you, you you got Clyde edwards alaire coming out of the backfield here. Uh, you know, that, which which I think I mean I I think that obviously uh, the team has, still has a lot of talent. I don't think there's a lot of problem. I, I I do think they're going to find their way uh deep into the pl- uh, deep playoff run again this year. Uh, you know, opportunity to uh to win a Super Bowl again. I, I definitely think that's in the cards for that team as well. Because uh, looking at if the Chiefs were to play the Dolphins or the Ravens, do I, who do I think wins that game? Boy, I think the Chiefs win that game against the Dolphins Oof. or the Ravens right now. I don't know about Man. you. You you, you, can let, uh, you you can let your homerism fly proud here. <laughs> I think if the Ravens click, they are clearly the best team in the AFC. If they can click. Why haven't they clicked? That's the question, right? Why aren't they clicking? I mean, I know we're 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 talking about an eight and three team like they're not anything. They are good, but they still leave you scratching your head. Well, that's the scary part, man. That's that's the scary part about any of those uh, teams in the AFC. And I think I I hear you loud and clear when you say that it feels like it, the it's, the NFC has it this year. You know, it's uh, it's yeah. it's it, it, it's going to be one of those squads because those teams also seem to have, I guess, maybe I would say consistency out of the defensive side when you look at the Eagles, the 49ers. You know, uh, it feels like you get maybe even a little more consistency out of the defensive side with some of the, um, you know, all righty. Well, Arch, it's time to talk about the book club real fast. The book club, it is our private discord server, chock full of bets, memes, other sports related stuff, including prime access to the Speedway Steve two picks, which this is the last week of that. Now, now it's prime access to Arch's hockey picks and to Arch's uh, college basketball plays on a daily basis. If you want to check out the book club and join some classy folks, we will give you a one time three day for free trial. Just try it out. And then after that, it's only 25 bucks a month. In addition to having a team of homies with which to sweat through all the major sports with, we've got all kinds of sharp homies who provide sage advice. And, uh, you know, uh, speaking of homies, uh, we did have uh, someone new who joined the book club. Well, I haven't, I haven't uh, said hello to you yet. So Mike Lombardi 7. Hello, Mike Lombardi 7. Welcome. That's a to, good name. That is a good name. That's a strong name. It's a strong person name right there. I'll, if you want to be like, uh, like bright Mr. Mike Lombardi, all you have to do is head on over to backdoorcover.org or everyonehates.wins.com and you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. Alrighty, Arch, it's another schedule maker gift of a week with no teams on by. Uh, so that means every fan base has a chance to be embarrassed today. Great job. <laughs> right. Well, uh, except, well, well except for to, the teams. You get to wait till prime time, right? Right, right, right. I, well, I get to wait all the way until tomorrow. I get to let, I get yes, to let the anticipation yeah. of peeing down my leg, uh, you know, all the way go until tomorrow. Okay. Uh, we talked about a few of these games, I know, offline. Uh, but, okay. First off, Arch, the make me sick pick of the week. This is what it is. New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons. I was looking at this one. 
The only side that's going to make you feel sick about this is the Falcons, who are uh, – that line is moving now. That line has moved up to two and a half, it looks like. I caught it at two. Most books are at two. Is at one and a half at, you know, uh, two hours ago before we started recording. So this line appears to be on the move right now. Uh, I, got, I got it at the two. Arch – what are you, I, that this is the only side, but what I'm looking at, what I see here, is that we got a home dog in a divisional matchup with a line that feels stinky to me. So I'm taking those plus points, and I'm I'm just gonna hope that uh, whatever the hell happens in Atlanta, uh, it just it just stays in the dome. It's yeah, it's gonna be thrilling, right? This a matchup between oh, yeah. these two juggernauts is gonna be right. thrilling. Oh, actually, yeah. I'm gonna lean the Falcons with you. I'm not gonna bet this one. I don't quite like it enough. It, eh, eh. I don't like it either, Arch. It's it's stinky. It's weird. You go with it, right? You 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 got to find those stink bombs. I'm redoing it. You're 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 still still lean, still lean. Yep. Still a lean, okay. Still a lean on that one, okay. Well, if, at least I'm getting the moral support of being on the right side there. Uh, and actually, you know, a lot of these lines that are in that two and a half, three zone, we we're talking about this on uh, on the midweek show, but there's a lot of Wong territory a lot of wong opportunity a lot of uh, there's mm-hmm. it, I, it never felt so wong but it is so white it is uh oh <laughs> oh oh we're gonna we're gonna have to get the beeper out here arch for that one sorry great job all right uh arch moving on here i got another matchup that i am looking at uh that is involving some divisional teams that we've already talked about here it is the is- jacksonville jaguars at the houston texans right now the houston texans money line is at 105 and uh i am Diving feet first right into this one. That's or uh, maybe dick first if this is a trap. <laughs> it looks like so. One hundred five. It looks like that is still the money line that you can catch there uh, on the Texans at home. Listen again. You got a home dog in a divisional yep. matchup against yep. a team that is. I mean, you know, it, looking at the divisional standings here. If if the uh, Texans win this, they could uh, beat. They would be from a record perspective tied with Jaguars and have the uh, a tiebreaker advantage, I believe, uh, going kind of forward for the rest of the season. So, with that in mind, I feel like this is a must-win for both teams, but uh, for the Texans, <laughs> especially here at home, got to pull out the W at home against a divisional opponent. I think that with those, uh, I, I think that that's the side I want to be on. I want to be on the CJ Stroud side, and if I can catch a little bit of value uh, to get a little bit better than even money on the money line, I'm taking it. Mm, yeah, I'm with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump on it with you, hundred percent. I like this side. Hells yeah. Well, and you know, I am uh, I am becoming the biggest Houston Texans apologist here, um, and they, they are becoming my new AFC team, uh, Arch, because um, I have my D'Amico Ryan six to one uh, bets that I'm. Looking at and, and very much liking right now. I have, yeah. uh, I, I have. Also, I said there's a some so, some book gave me a Black Friday. Uh, they just threw me some money for Black Friday for whatever reason. And I said, hey, guess what? Houston Texans to win the division plus two seventy five. That's not a bad deal. So I hopped on that one as well. Uh, I am I am starting to become a very very large Texans fan. I hope that uh, this doesn't all get dashed this week because it it does feel like um, this is an inflection. This could very well be an inflection point for this team, and it could be uh, you know um, kind of a slog for the rest of the season for them on to uh, maybe making the playoffs. Versus uh, if they win this one, they could really take the divisional league and uh, and and kind of charge through. So I I feel like this is a huge game. I am on Texans today, and I'm glad that I have the moral support of Arch on this one. You do. You do. Love it. Love it. All right. I got one more, uh, and I'm pretty sure, Arch, that this is one that you and I are both going to be on. Uh, but on opposite sides, this is the Bills at the Eagles. This is uh, 
hell of a matchup. Uh, and you and I were talking pre-show about this. Something seems a little bit off about it. The Eagles minus three at home. Uh, you're, you're, uh, you can get them at even money, actually, the minus three at home right now. And uh, But you're on the Bills side. You, you, you thought that uh, maybe, maybe the public's smartening up here. Yeah, it looks like, I mean, I take this for the, with a grain of salt, but I did go to peak at where the uh, public and money were coming in on uh, one of these sites. It was in action, thank God. So Okay, so it's, it's, a, it's so, a little bit more reliable? Yeah, well, it can't be much more unreliable than action, I guess. that's a, Okay, got it. So that's... Yeah. <laughs> but it surprised me. It looks like everyone was jumping on the, e- or the, the, the bills. I was really surprised by that because I'm, my thought process was, and when I was listening to you guys uh, go on Wednesday... You know, I was just I was driving in the car, just listening to you guys. So I, I wasn't able to jump on, but uh, I thought everyone was going to want a piece of the Eagles after a big primetime win against their mortal enemy, the Kansas City Chiefs. Right, and it doesn't look like that. It looks like everyone's grabbing a piece of the Bills. Did the Eagles look so unimpressive on uh, against the Chiefs? Is that did the public smarten up? Maybe, maybe they did. Maybe, maybe they don't want to trust an Eagles team that uh, is is trying to tush push their way into the playoffs. You know, they they want someone that's going to razzle dazzle you down the field, not not someone that's maybe, just you know. Yeah, maybe. I don't. It's it's a it's a weird situation. I still want a piece of Buffalo in a lean. I guess I probably won't bet it. I'm going to wait and see what this line looks like closer to kickoff because we got a few hours. Yeah, but absolutely. man. I, my gut tells me Buffalo here. It seems like a letdown game. The coach of the Eagles yelling at fans in oh. Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, gotta 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 love that, right? Are you? Uh, yeah. are you this is this. Is, <laughs> go for it. The Nick well, the, just, the Nick Sirianni hate train. <laughs> yes. Well, no, it's not even a hate train. It's just like, well, that that game meant so much to you. It's going to be a letdown game for the Eagles. Whether you know Buffalo can take advantage of that or not, it seems like this is a huge emotional letdown. If Staley's acting like a clown out, on, you know, in, in Kansas City, this is, uh, yeah, this is true. This is tr- there was I heard I heard on a different pod a description of uh, of him as a guy who uh, what is it who's not going to pay his league dues for uh, fantasy and say take it from my winnings at the end of it. He's he, that's right. that's that's who Sirianni is. <laughs> that's the kind yeah. of person he is. <laughs> gotta love it okay uh arch those are my big three that i got right now i know i know you've got to have some more action here on this day not much but i do have some let's see okay, here what you got this up and take a look um what was i looking at i like the colts um Ooh. at i like the colts minus the what is it two still or did it move you can catch it two and a half it's juiced to uh, 118 it looks like but uh or a minus three is at plus 100 even money yeah i'll take the minus three i like the colts i think they do win i do think they cover i don't you know I, tampa bay's fine they're not that great but neither are the colts but i do think at home the colts are going to win by a little bit more than a field goal now apparently yeah i think so i think it's closer to a touchdown game i think the colts are uh i mean obviously at home i think they're a better team two, i mean two and a half that is the number the the home field advantage number but uh the buccaneers you know, uh, they really did not look competitive last week. They 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 have found ways to cover uh, some big numbers, like against the uh, 49ers last week for me. Thank you very much, Bucks. But uh, they 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 still uh, certainly are not Baker Baker touchdown maker early season first five weeks. You know, uh, high quality starts out of that guy. So no. I'm I'm I, I it it seems like uh, the at least the NFL has caught up to what he does. It seems like this is a good this is a good spot for the Colts home team. You know, minus three points. That's that is chalk that is well worth eating, and that's that's what we kind of uh, had said on the midweek show, also about the Eagles. We thought that that was chalk is worth eating. 
I, I think that this is even better, though, this, this Colts pick that you got here. Love it. Oh, what okay. else you got? Well, there you go. Well, you know, just real quick about Baker. I don't know. It seems like everybody catches up to him, right? I mean, that's his natural tra- trajectory, right, is to yes. <laughs> look good and then kind of fall off. I, yes. I don't know what it is about him. What is it about him? What, what causes that? Is it? I mean, maybe it has to do with the wear and tear of the season. Could it? I mean, it could. It could it be something that's him and not everyone else catching up to him? <laughs> is that, could, that, is that it, could be? Could he be mentally tired? Is he mm. like I don't know? I, 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 I something about me doesn't think that he was like you know an honor roll student or something like that. I, I feel like you know. I, don't know what, I guess whatever do you mean? Whatever do you mean? Yeah, I feel like there's uh, so, some uh, dash cam footage actually that uh, which. <laughs> You know, we kind of we kind of uh, t- tell you to paint that picture for you pretty well here. <laughs> uh, all right, Arch, what else do you like today? I, I <laughs> it tells me to do it. I don't like it, but I'm going to do it. This is a weird number. It's it goes contrary to everything I want to do. I'm taking the Patriots. Oh my goodness! Yeah, this this feels wrong. This right There's here, something really wrong. There's something wrong. Okay, yeah, that is and that is that is Arch eats his lunch territory that we've talked about before. The four and a half to five and a half zone. That is that is the usually world I'm that getting you, the plus. I know, but you're, ta- you're you're taking the minus, and it looks like right now you can get that. What is it? Minus one oh eight, I think it is at uh, here stateside of DK. So that ain't bad on the Patriots. Uh, okay, why are we hopping on the Patriots uh, minus <laughs> I the wish four? I and could half. tell you. I wish I could tell you. It's just I have them winning by. I have them winning by six. Okay. Okay. So that's that. That's a decent why. Okay. A point and a half. That that makes decent sense. Uh, you know, they, they obviously are playing against a not stellar quarterback. Uh, they're, they're, what's the total in this game? Oh, that's a good question. Thirty-five and a half. Oh, <laughs> we got a few of those this week, guys. We got Panthers, Titans at thirty-six. Steelers, Bengals, thirty-six and a half. Okay, Steelers, Bengals, thirty-six and a half. That's too high. I'm saying it. That's too high. Steelers Bengals, that is thirty six and a half in that game. Way too high. Uh, <laughs> this oh wow. Uh, according to one book, oh wait no, that's uh, that, that 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 ain't right. I was it was showing a that that was a game from earlier this week. But no, there's 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 a few sub thirty seven numbers that we have this week, and oh, uh, that one is the lowest. Actually, it's it looks like it may even be thirty five. Oh my god. Duh. So we like the under there, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, we, we, we don't do a whole lot of uh, talking about those totals, but um, it does play into the whole Wong teaser zone. So uh, do you think that uh, Egg might be adding t- uh, t- turning the Giants into a plus 10.5 here for this Wong? Or do you think that that has – do you think there's any value in that because it's such a low-scoring game? 10.5 yeah, points. I mean, yeah, you, you, I, know, you I, put up like a touchdown, you may be there. I could see that. Um, I could totally see that. C- can the Patriots outscore anybody by that many points? Anybody? I, uh, un- it, unknown, but unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unknown, but unlikely. That's that's at least how I feel. But I guess if you're taking the minus the four and a half, what was it? What was that get right game they had? Or didn't they have a get right game earlier this year where they scored like thirty? No, no, no. It feels no, like no, no. It was they were on the other side of a get right game. Oh, right opposite never mind oh uh, so the <laughs> the fucking patriots L- look how far they've fallen you're the get right team they, they are the get right team yeah no where where was it yeah it was the uh the dallas 38 to 3 yeah that was that was dallas i think that was dallas after Ooh. they had lost the week before that was a oh. uh that that was get right oh no in new orleans yeah 34 0 those two games 
Wow. Yeah, that that stretch right there. I'm kind of surprised that they uh, that they that, that Belichick survived after that. Three three big losses in a row. I mean, this team rough. There's not a lot of people. I, I told you I got a conversation or a snippet of a conversation with a friend of mine in Boston and uh, they're turning on him. Uh, the, really? the Thanksgiving dinner in Boston was uh, very heated. Like, <laughs> yeah, Yikes. Uh, get rid of Belichick. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, do we, think, I mean, obviously he would get hired somewhere else. Do you think that he wants to work somewhere else? Do you think that his, that he would just rather retire a Patriot? Do you think that he would, he would go know, somewhere I else? I don't know where his head's at. Um, I would, I would assume he's still got some gas in the tank. He's still a, an offensive genius or uh, right. excuse me, a defense, a d- defensive genius. I I would jump at the chance to have Belichick on my team if I didn't have a good head coach. Exactly. Well, and there are a lot of teams who are probably going to be in that ballpark. Uh, We're going to be looking for head coaches after this season, it feels like. That's probably why the Patriots aren't going to fire him, right? Because they still have him under contract. So look at some Mm. compensation for him. I see. I see. Yeah, that's that makes sense. They'll 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 try and uh, eke out a pick to help the uh, mess that Belichick left behind as uh, both GM and head coach, (laughs) you know. That that always works out so well when the GM head coach, uh, when the head coach dash GM, i.e. Belichick here, has been the one who's acquiring talent, and he's on a talent poor roster. Right. That's how, so. What happened? How did you do that? How, how did you get to a talent poor roster? You did it yourself. Yeah. So he, that's the sad thing is he, they did it to themselves. I know, but, but I'm not I, gonna I'm not gonna cry too much over Belichick. You know, oh I no, I'm not. But all I'm all I'm just saying here is, if you're another team that's gonna get into this, is he not just gonna do that same thing to your squad? I mean, how how do you trust that he's gonna actually be able to acquire talent or build talent on a roster going? I mean, on a different. It's a team? valid question. Yeah, it is a valid question. All right. Well, uh, you know what? It we don't often get a lot of valid questions on this uh, on this Sunday program here, Arch. So I'm I'm, I'm glad that we're, uh, we're we're ending here on a high note. You got anything else you want to give the listeners today? Good God, uh, I'm gonna lean ever so slightly towards the Chiefs. A little bit. Got it. Minus the minus the ten. Lean. Minus, I, I oh, can't do hey, it. It's it's shrinking. It's a minus a nine. Oh, is it stands a level nine? shrinkage occurring here. Nine even. Nine even. Oh yeah, nine, I'm definitely leaning Kansas City. I don't know how or why, but I am leaning Kansas City. Yeah, it's been I. It has been Raiders miracle last three weeks covering, winning, doing so well. It feels like now uh, the rubber's going to have to meet the road eventually, and a divisional opponent is kind of <laughs> ripe for that. So this feels about like the right chance or the right time for this uh, this Raiders team to finally not be able to cover. Although this line shrinking, does that give you any fear? Uh, no, I, I, I the line movement doesn't scare me off like it did some of my previous uh, cohorts. Got it. Well, I do like I, Denver minus the point two. Ooh, one feels like an interesting one. I, I was so split on that. And on the uh, on the midweek show, I talked about maybe liking the Browns there plus the point and a half. Um, because this line feels kind of stinky. You know that the Broncos have won quite a few going forward, and for this line to be stuck at one and a half with the Browns having a you know a backup quarterback on the road historically, ba- Browns mile high. Uh, there there have been some historical uh not so good show up matches uh for for the Browns in Denver. So generally speaking, I kind of uh, was pretty darn split on this, but I thought this line was stinky at the one and a half, and it made me kind of want to have the Browns. No. No. Okay. I can't get there. I mean, it's certainly possible, but the Broncos have looked so much better. They have their defense is. I mean, we still have that memory burned in of the seventy points, right? Right. But 
It's right. so much better than that. They've, they've, what, you don't say regress to the mean. Uh, what you, can you progress to the mean? You prog, you, they, yeah, they, they progress to the mean. There we go. They okay. improved, yeah, they, they improved they got to the better. mean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, they, they cratered. <laughs> yeah, right? that, that, that's it. Yeah, they cratered so, and then they they bounced yeah. back off that bottom. So and and Russ has quietly looked okay. Yeah, he's not he's he's not necessarily the problem. He's no, he's 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 not making himself the problem. So that's and positive. It, is he, he's not really the solution though, but he's not a problem anymore. No, no, no. He's like he's he's like Andy Dalton for the Bengals. He's now now he's moved into his Andy Dalton for the Bengals, where he's like just kind of. You know, middle of the road. He's not improving the wide receivers or the rest of the quality of talent around him. He's not hurting it either. He's just, he's just meh. Just meh. Just yeah. meh. Is that like yeah. the fat Elvis face? Or is oh. that it's right before the fat Elvis face? It's just, pre, it would have to be just pre-fat Elvis. Okay. Okay. God, that is speaking I gotta of. I got to speak uh, in terms you understand. Got it. Got it. Yes. No. So we, uh, speaking of where, uh, we're going to have some Razzie. We're going to have to do some Razzie talk here coming up in just a little bit, obviously. That was, I remember that Elvis movie. That was one that, uh, we, you and I, I think may have both cashed on. What was it? I think it was, uh, Tom Hanks. It was the worst on screen couple was Tom Hanks and the fat suit from that movie. Oh my God. And that accent. Oh God. It was so bad. That was, as long as you don't make me watch any more Terrence and fill up, uh, British Royals. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, all right. Listen, that was that was one of my favorite bits. The British Royals, <laughs> or the, the Canadian Royals on uh, Terrence and Philip. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diana, I'm here to marry you. All right. Well, on that bomb charge, I think that's all we've got for the books this morning. So you can follow us on the podcast on Twitter at BackdoorCN, where we've got all kinds of sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. You can join the book club at everyonehateswince.com. And until next week, big class and Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.